I um, this is hard with the audio recording. I just listened to it, so it's out of my brain. It's oh, hard to recall. No, I absolutely understand that. So I'm like, that's how I felt with Trevor Noah's book. I'm waiting for the the right words to come out of your mouth so I can jump in, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember that part. Ooh, so I don't tell me, that tell part. me, what were, what was on your mind that you wanted to bring up from this book? Well, I just like I said, I took fifty eight. Yeah, I got audio clips. I don't have written words. I literally wrote a note. Yeah, but I didn't want to buy the book. But I didn't want to buy the book. And I like hardcover books. <laughs> Girl, one thing. Did you see that the Inquirer got bought out? Yes. But the people who bought them out were basically, they were all on the same team. It was yes. like a vicious circle. Yes. And they said the the guy that they put in position they put in position to buy it mm-hmm. is really buying it on behalf of other people mm-hmm. so that the s- same cycle can continue. Right. NBC, that's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillary Clinton's. Um, oh, and also, don't forget, I'm saying, I'm not going to say her because I don't remember enough about her. Uh-huh. The other woman, Bloom, Lisa Bloom. Oh, you know Lisa's after a check. <laughs> yeah, but she lied. I mean, she purposely put herself, purposely painted herself as the champion of women, as the hero. For yes. Yeah. I mean, and she was like, on his side the Carol's whole like, time. But Lisa, you can't disclose things. I tell you to um, Weinstein's people. Bloom was like, hey, Pharaoh, I am Weinstein's people. What she she was so frank and matter of fact. So Oh, and then allegedly, allegedly. And then when it all came out, she was like, "Don't call me. Don't talk to me. I don't work for Weinstein anymore. I'm now going to support the the, the victims, mm-hmm. the victims." And then he had a whole board in support of him. So the idea that you can hire people onto the board or invite people onto the board that support your, I mean. <laughs> Support your idea. How does that work? Is it a private organization? It has to be a private organization, right? I thought board members were elected on. Yeah, to but avoid this. but if you have the right number of people, yeah, to, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. And so you can have this on a large scale and on a small scale. Yeah. I mean, local dance like lobbyists for your mm-hmm. boards, and they get to pick and choose who they want on their board. So it's just seems like you're talking from experience. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, throughout this book, we hear about Roan and his personal um, life story with his sister. He calls his sister several times and she kind of encourages him on to continue the story. Don't give up. Support these women. Here's how you can support them. That was helpful. I think that was helpful for him as he was going along. And then as NBC tried to push him away from this story, he had to acknowledge some of his competitive feelings and say, like, it's not about me. It's about these women. It doesn't matter who who tells the story as long as the story gets out there. And then also, but he, he said, are uh, you referencing the New York Times article? Yeah. Yeah. With someone else working on it. He said, but I put all this work into it. And so I guess that's where the book had to come out. But this book has so much information in it. Mm-hmm. So many details about things that happen and the stories of the women and what they went through. They're just so disgusting and sad at the very same time. Yeah. And the theme throughout seems to be to me that it's not a big deal was a statement made 
frequently. It was believed. This is just what happens in this industry. You either get with it or you get out. It's a part of the culture. They said corporate culture, pimp on payroll. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So there was a man, a person on payroll that basically gathered victims together for Weinstein. That was his job. Uh That was his job. And there and the assistant that he had has the women listed in her phone as friends of HW. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. And I don't want to paint with broad strokes either and say that every um, time Weinstein cheated on his wife, that it was with a victim. Some, no doubt, probably uh, some women were okay with a transactional relationship. However, it cannot be stressed enough that over 30 years, over 80 women were not okay with it. Right. (laughs) And because there was a woman in the book that acknowledged that it was transactional. Yeah. I did it. I understood what I was doing. I did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it happened and I kept it moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the part when Ronan finally speaks to Harvey Weinstein? (laughs) I um, know people like that. (laughs) Yeah. Where Weinstein's like, hey, Ronan. Yeah. How's it going? It's he's not going. I'm going to kill you and your family. Right. He's going, hey. You still working on that story? You have audio. Wait, you have audio that was supposed to, by law, be destroyed? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Like, I got you. Are you sure you want to do this? I'm looking out for you. It's like, it's like in Hamilton when the king is like, I don't want to kill your friends and family because I love you, but I will. It's just like that. (laughs) It's just like that. Ugh. It's just like that. So Andy Lack, um, he's the head head, right? So he actually wrote a memo. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that memo? I think the memo was detailing NBC's stance, but it was filled with lies. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it became public. And even journalists within the organization publicly were saying, hey, these are lies. Yeah. These don't make sense. Okay. So in the midst of the NBC scandal, NBC is behaving scandalously by requiring non-competes and trying to paint a positive picture of themselves. And there was this piece about Matt Lauer. Oh, when Matt Lauer was in what Olympic country were they in? Oh, I can't. I'm good. When Matt Lauer was in that wherever country he was, the idea of saying that he thought her laughing and joking with him was her coming on to him. Seriously, seriously. That's Soshi. So when Matt Lauer was in Soshi for the Olympics mm-hmm. and one of the women that was supporting an assistant to Mary, Miriam Vieira. I don't watch that channel, so I don't really remember her name. He was saying his reasoning for his behavior is that when she was smiling and laughing or even talking to him or doing anything that was all her trying to flirt with him so this is the thing that's disgusting that's a lot of male ego i have to kind of disagree with you just a little please because uh matt lauer was widely accepted as being an attractive man this is a young girl and by flirting 
uh, we mean laughing at jokes he makes, maybe um, trying to sit with him at a bar uh, while you're at the Olympics. The thing is, maybe she did flirt with him. What is that supposed to mean? It does you know not I mean? mean that you get to take her up to her hotel room, your hotel nope. room and rape her. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean that. Well, the, the idea that someone laughs at your jokes equals maybe flirting. she flirted with him. Maybe she did. Maybe she did. But I, I don't like the idea that just because someone laughs at your jokes that you're flirting with them. That is just really insane. Insane. That I get what you're saying. That's a reach. That is a reach. Because mm-hmm. I think things are funny and I like to laugh. So I will laugh at you jokes. You do, but I kind of be thinking you be flirting <laughs> a little too with folks. But whatever, whatever. I got you, girl. It it just doesn't equal. I want to now go to but your the room. the thing is, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Maybe she did flirt with you. So that situation is tricky because then they, um, a transactional situation did form where Afterwards. she. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you didn't want to go into that, but. Yeah, but I will just say this. Uh, she was not the person in power in this situation. And she um, admits that she was frightened. Yeah, she does. So. Uh, and she admits that she said no. However way you slice it, it was inappropriate. But if you slice it right, it was also illegal. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should mention, too, that these agents of Black Cube were. uh Dancing on the line of legality. Yes. But it did not mean that they necessarily wanted to be known for illegal ways of gathering information. Right. They did not. And once they found out all the details around the investigation, it does seem that at least one operative quit the case. And I think he was hired to help them. I don't know that that he actually worked for them. But then the even bigger scandal surrounding them is someone. Is it infiltrated even their system? So remember when Ronan was speaking with um, the operatives there, they were on a three way phone call. They were talking about a lot of details of things they had did. And they said, we're going to send you a file. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So they said this is when they were trying to cut ties with Weinstein, right? Yes. Yeah, and so they're communicating with the journalist. Yeah. And he gets their file, but then he gets another file also. And he's like, hey, I got this one. And they're like, we don't, we didn't send you that one. And he goes, woo, say what? I didn't say anything. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. I got to go. Bye. Yes. He quickly realized, wait a second. So what was that about? That is someone else within their organization. Who wanted this to come out. Who wanted this to come out. And it it turns out that this was a woman but she was in effect sick of the cover up and the lies because mm-hmm. that organization was essentially working for Weinstein. Weinstein. And she's just like, this all has to come out. I don't care what cost, mm-hmm. but she was never revealed. She so never. that's what I was. Yeah. I kind of lost track of her story. Yeah. No, she, they stopped after she said, after I think she identified herself as a woman that was the end of that communication. Mm-hmm. She never communicated with them. And then it was then um, communications solely with the peop- the two guys, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. two guys or one guy talking about the other guy, mm-hmm. the one that escaped 
black cube. Mm-hmm. This is deep. I mean, it's just crazy for a prime minister to casually mention to you, hey, if you need some operative, militant operatives, <laughs> investigators, spies, I got you. Is it? I got a number. Yeah. Wh- when are you sharing this information? Like you kicking it? Yeah. Yeah, you you're are. You're friends in high places when you're at yeah, this level. And the lowest. You're traveling <laughs> to different countries. You're yeah. getting permission to film on their their land. You're absolutely right. You have connections. Yep. So you eating pizza with And you're the, untouchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you whisper to yourself in public, there are things I've done no one will ever know. And everyone goes, huh? What'd you just say, Harvey? Yep. That's crazy. It is. It really is. All right, friend. Thanks for sharing this book with me. Actually, you shared it with me. Yeah. Well, one more.